What is up, guys? It's Alex Johnson here, the founder and lead analyst at YardsBerFantasy.com. Welcome to the 59th episode of the Feed Me Fantasy Podcast. Let's eat. Before we get into today's show, I want to remind you to get on Underdog. I've been drafting like crazy for about two months now, and I feel like I'm going to be more prepared for my August drafts than ever before. Drafting this much already helps me find the value gaps, optimize my draft strategy, and know exactly when I can get my guys. If you're not on Underdog now and don't get on there soon, you're missing out on getting ahead of the game. I'm telling you. So download the Underdog Fantasy app and use promo code YARDSPER. And when you use promo code YARDSPER, they'll drop an extra $25 into your account. Boom! How about that? And you can even draft against me. Just go to yardsperfantasy.com slash leagues, find our underdog section, and click the link of the draft you want to join. And don't forget to use promo code YARDSPER. I can't believe how late I can get Miles Gaskin on underdog. It's too late. He came out of nowhere in 2020 to be a highly productive fantasy running back, much like James Robinson did in in, uh, Jacksonville. The only real difference is Robinson was a rookie and was healthy for the full season. And yet Gaskin isn't getting the respect that Robinson would be and was getting had the Jaguars not taken Travis Etienne in the first round. He'd be going in the second round right now had the Jags not taken a running back. But they did. And unlike Jacksonville, the Dolphins did not feel the need to invest significant assets into the running back position, instead choosing to stick with their proven workhorse. Sure, they did add career backup Malcolm Brown in free agency, and they used a 7th round pick on Jared Dokes. But neither projected threatened Gaskin's status in the backfield. When Gaskin missed some time last year due to injury, he returned to assume the same heavy usage he had been receiving prior to going out. That was despite Salvan Ahmed playing well in his absence. Gaskin wound up finishing top 10 in both snap share and opportunity share among all running backs. There's no reason to believe the Dolphins would change their feeling about, about his ability to be the workhorse now. While it was Gaskin's first shot at taking on a significant role, Since coming into the NFL as a 7th rounder in 2019, he did it for multiple seasons in college. During his time at the University of Washington, Gaskin ran for no less than 1,268 yards in each of his four seasons, with more than 220 carries and double-digit touchdowns every year. In 10 games in 2020, Gaskin rushed for 584 yards on 142 carries with a 4.1 yards per carry average, and he had five total touchdowns. He was quietly one of the most effective pass catcher running backs in the league. While averaging 4.7 targets per game and a 13.4% target share, Gaskin racked up 388 receiving yards, which was the seventh most among all running backs. He averaged 9.5 yards per reception, which was number one, and his 2.08 yards per route were top three, as was his 87.2% catch rate. He even took 18 snaps from the slot, and that was number 10 among all running backs. And all that data is 
herplayerprofiler.com, of course. Gaskin was just as efficient on the ground. He managed to evade 50 tackles, which was number 16, and had a juke rate, which is evaded tackles per touch. And that was 27.3%, which was number 13. And of course, you know, player profiler is where you go to get that information. The Dolphins used him a ton in the red zone as well. He had 42 red zone touches, which was, you know, in 10 games, has 4.2 red zone touches a game. That's quite a bit. And while that's all well and good, you know, what we really do care about is his fantasy production, of course. It's a fantasy football show. And he, he, he shined in that area as well. He finished 2020 as the RB10 on a per-game basis with 16.4 fantasy points per game. In his 10 games, Gaskin finished as an RB1 three times and was in the top 24 on eight occasions. When it mattered most, Gaskin delivered 169 scrimmage yards and two touchdowns while finishing the fantasy championship week as the overall RB2. And some, somehow people are forgetting that. I don't understand why his ADP is so low. You guys should be, you know, thanking him, loving him for what he did in the championship game. Usually that pumps up the ADP for the next year. The guy goes too high. This guy's going too low. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. But everything is looking good for Gaskin to smash that ADP in 2021. He should continue to hog the backfield touches in one of the league's fastest ascending offenses. Quarterback Tua Tungavaloa is in line to make a big second-year leap. The additions of speedy wide receivers Will Fuller and Jalen Waddle, paired with established veterans Devontae Parker and Mike Kosicki, should make the offense one of the most improved in the entire NFL. The offense will be both more efficient and more explosive. And that means more plays, more trips to the red zone, more scoring opportunities for a guy like Gaskin. With an ADP in the fifth round on underdog as the RB24, and even into the sixth on sleeper as the RB25, Gaskin is perhaps the best value in drafts right now. His workload alone makes him an RB2 to target. But when we factor in his red zone usage, his receiving game prowess, and being in one of the better offenses in the league, Gaskin should be going in the third round. He's an absolute steal at cost with upside to finish as an RB1. But that's going to be a wrap for today, though. If you're not already, please follow me on Twitter at A underscore Johnson FF and the site at Yards Per. Please be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. Also, please be sure to rate and review. It really helps me out a lot and is much appreciated. And go download the Yards Per Fantasy app right now and give us a five-star rating and review over there, too. Thanks, guys. Cue that music. Thank you.